can't handle the truth. I love the smell of napalm in the morning. You're gonna need a bigger boat. Do I feel lucky? Nobody puts baby in a corner. That's it, man. Game over, man. Game over. Welcome back to another episode of Through the Lens with Darren and Tracy. And I didn't say hard hitting because honestly, we kind of wimped out this week. We, we previewed it. We signaled it. We were honest with you. Um, Tracy, what is the movie that's coming out this week at the Strand? Malignant. And we both just looked at each other and said, that looks scary. We ain't seeing it. That is correct. So we are not seeing Malignant, um, but let's tell people a little bit about it because it is coming out at the Strand. It's a, obviously a scary movie. Isn't this by the same guy who made those other scary yes. movies? That's a In- horrible thing. Insidious and Maybe the Saw movies. I don't even I don't know. think he's the Saw. I think he's the Insidious movies. Yeah. But there's been like a bunch of them. Yeah. Did he do The Conjuring? Yes. It's yes. The, I think it's The Conjuring and, and Insidious. Insidious. yeah. Anyway, that looks scary. The trailer looks gooey scary. Yes. And we just, we just watched out. So if you like scary movies and you like those scary movies in particular, I think at this point there's a lot of kind of paint by the numbers with these things and you kind of know what you're getting. Yes. And one word about scary movies. I rewatched the first Candyman over the weekend. Oh, you're still on Candyman. It all makes sense now. Is it better now that you've seen the first one? Yes. Interesting choice by them, because like, I never, there was never a Candyman sequel. I mean, they never spawned a franchise or anything. Was it, did it hold up? Did the first Candyman hold up? Yes, does, yeah. Does it get a Tracy recommendation? Yes. All right, so Tracy is still on the Candyman. Is Candyman still here at the Strand? Yes, this so, will be the last weekend for it. So, it's a, so, tra- so Candyman is here, obviously Shang-Chi is still here, yep. which I'm still in the glow of that, and it's Ten Rings. And then, uh, obviously, now you're getting Malignant, which is scary. So you got two scary movie opportunities this week. Yes, two. So we, admittedly, were not of a constitution to watch this movie because we were just tired of being scared. And so we thought we would give you a little preview of what's coming out this fall. Now, the fall is usually a lame period of movies, but I think with the pandemic and the shuffling, some cool stuff has gotten pushed into a season that's not usually there. For example, Shang-Chi made the most over the holiday weekend than any movie ever made because usually this is kind of the end of the year dumping ground for like, yep. you know, the third G.I. Joe movie and stuff. So um, I think there's still probably some good stuff. Now we're going to play this a little bit different than normal. Usually I prepare extensively, but I'm going to have Tracy walk through and I'm going to see if I know half these movies because I have not been up on what's coming out. I kind of walk into the strand and you know, watch whatever Tracy serves up. So we're going to walk through. So after, uh, and we'll hit, we'll probably hit mostly once of this stream, but Tracy gets pretty much most of the big stuff here. Yeah. So um, after Malignant, what can we expect next big that we should be discussing? Cry Macho, Clint Eastwood, Western. I know nothing about this. It's based on a book. Uh, it's been in development for double digit years. Arnold Schwarzenegger was in development with this movie a way long time ago. Um, Let me ask you, you said Clint Eastwood. Yeah. He is now a director, even more so than an actor, for some people who might not remember from the Westerns. Is he acting, directing, both? He's doing both, and he's 91, and at least on his IMDb page, there is nothing else after this. So this could be it for him. Will he either talk to a chair or say, get off my lawn? No, he He, won't say, get off my lawn. That's like from, uh, was it Gran Torino? Gran That's like the last movie I remember. Yeah. So Clint Eastwood is a legend, but people probably nowadays don't remember. He was like the thing. Dirty Harry, the Westerns, uh, spaghetti Westerns. Impact. The Good, the Bad, and the Ugly. Yes. 
I don't know which one I would be. Probably all, probably two of the three. Um, so is that anticipated, Tracy? Is that a good, is that a major release or is this one of those kind of like indie? It's a major release by Warner Brothers. Unfortunately, it's going to be streamed at the same time. But it's probably going to be his swan song. So I would imagine that we'll get a lot of business with it. Well, here's the thing about westerns, too. And I haven't seen this one in trailers or anything. But if they're a good western, I think it's cool to have on the big screen. Because it has usually, you know, the locale is kind of a character. And they usually have pretty good gunfights. Yeah. Um, like, you know, Unforgiven was a very good one. Yes, and it won a lot of Oscars. That was probably the last. Is that the last great western? He, he was in that, too, wasn't he? Or it's his movie. He was in that, and he directed it. That was that was probably oh uh, we saw the Magnificent Seven remake which was pretty decent yeah wasn't up for anything but it was yeah. I thought it, it was, was fun. fun I mean a, a good western is a fun turn your brain off I still like Tombstone the best by the way really like, that's one of my favorites I'll be your Huckleberry yes if you do you'll be a Daisy I could quote that movie all the time you're a Daisy if you do that's right sorry you're a Daisy if you do so anyway I did like Tosi Tombstone and then get ready to come see what's it called Cry Macho. That's kind of like a, ooh, mysterious title. Okay, so you got Cry Macho, you got Clint Eastwood. Yeah. So I'm zero for one so far. I did not know about this movie, but I like Clint Eastwood. Yeah, I think we should move straight to October because I'm not sure how the rest of September is going to play out at this point. I mean, we're halfway through it, so that's fine. What do you got? October. Do you have anything that you want to mention September that maybe you might or might not get, but that's interesting? Or you want to see if I've heard of it? Or you can go to October if you want. Let's just go to October. All right. So September, Cry Macho. You still, Shang-Chi will probably still be here for a bit. Yep. Um, all right. So what are we looking forward to in October? We've got a new movie released every week. What? Yeah. All right. Well, let's see if I've heard of it. Don't give me too many clues. So what's the first one? Well, I know you've heard of the first one. Venom, there will be clues. Oh, so it is coming out. It's moved a few times. It was moved forward two weeks because of the success of Shang-Chi. Oh, they moved it back again? Because they, they moved it. It was supposed yeah, to be the summer. it was supposed to be the 15th of the month, but they pushed it back to the 1st. Well, I know a lot about this movie. I have uh, So the last movie was Venom. I did, it was entertaining, but it wasn't one of the better comic book movies. But Venom is kind of a cool character. And they teased. If, if you know who Venom is, he's kind of like an evil Spidey. There's different reasons, usually because of this Venom symbiote. But then Carnage is like another one, but he's red instead of black. And he's, I think Woody Harrelson is Carnage. At least he was. I think, yeah. He was at the end of the last one. Yep. So this could be good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm in a Freddy comic book movie. Now, now the thing about Venom is, I'm just getting nerdy here, Sony still has the rights. And although Spider-Man is kind of part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe, these Venoms, and they're doing a Morbius movie, which um, they're not part of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Quality is usually not quite as good. But you know what? It's something to watch. I usually like them. Yeah. Another movie... Is Thomas Hardy in it again, I assume? Yes. Another movie that's coming out same day that we could probably have uh, a guest person watching it with us, your oh. daughter, Baby Parker. Oh! Adam's Family 2. Is that, I thought they pulled it. No, it's still on the schedule. Okay, because someone told me they were going only streaming on that. They changed that again? It's... Did Shang-Chi save the movie industry? Probably. Because they were, they were worried. They were pulling a bunch of stuff, and now it's all coming back. Yeah, now it's all coming back. So Adam's Family 2 also comes out the same day as Venom. There will be Carnage. Dun, dun, dun. Well, that's going to counter-programming, because Venom was very violent. Yes. Okay. 10-8. Wait, we have to talk about Adam's Family second. Is Snoop Dogg playing Cousin It again? I don't know. 
You remember when he, he did? He did? I think he played the voice of Cousin. Not, uh, not, what, cousin hits the one with the fur, right? There? Yeah. I think he did. Well, <laughs> I might be wrong, but I think he did. Kind of like in the Groot uh, and the King Shark stunt casting. Tracy's trying to look it up to see. Um, but anyway. All right. Well, I, not that important. He didn't have any lines, I don't think. So. Um, are well, you, are you know, you... Charlize Theron's in it. and. she Morticia? That movie was Oscar pretty... Oscar Isaac, Nick Kroll, Snoop Dogg is it. I was right, Tracy. You were right. I know more than I thought. I didn't even do any research. You were right. That movie, the first movie was strangely uh, enjoyable because they were able to do some stuff because it was animated that the show probably would have done but couldn't kind yeah. of go over the top. Interested to see where they go with the second one, but okay. Oscar Isaac, he's on fire right now. Uh, he's Poe Dameron. He's he's in this movie called The Card Counter that right now has a like ninety eight percent score on Rotten Tomatoes. No idea. And he's Stumped Gomez. Me. He is Gomez. Yeah. That's the career maker right there. Yeah. All right. So I, I had to slow down on the Adams Family diversion. Uh, what what else is coming out the next week? No time to die. Finally. Finally. The Bond movie we've all been waiting for. The Bond movie we've all been waiting for. Now. I haven't done tons of research on this, but is this one that they re- went, went back and remade one of the other ones, or is that a different one? No, that's a different one. They, made, they took one that was stinky that was, like, not um, – they remade one of them, but maybe it wasn't this one. Yeah. So this is an original. This is an original, and I believe this is the last one with Daniel Craig. I mean, he keeps saying that. Yeah. They and better... Rami Malek is the villain. He looks creepster in the trailer. Yeah. Which I've seen a million times because they keep pushing it back. This yeah. would be huge if this actually comes out. Yeah. James yeah. Bond movies are consistently entertaining, even the worst. Oh, this is the one that's two hours and 43 minutes long. So you've waited a long time, and now you can watch basically two movies in one. <laughs> yeah. It looks good. Okay. I don't need to say too much more than that. It's James Bond. It's Daniel Craig. James Bond, yes. Do you think uh, your guy will ever be the next James Bond? They've talked about it for like seven years. Matt Damon. He's not even British, though. No, but he's good as Jason Bourne. By the way, can I go on a diversion when we're speaking about your guy? We saw a trailer before Shang-Chi. Oh, no, don't talk. Don't. Okay. There's the, a last, <laughs> the last duel, which we probably will not get. We won't have room for it. Uh, it looks ridiculous. It's like Ben Affleck and Matt Damon reuniting in England with horrible accents and horrible wigs. Sorry. Okay, moving on. I'm ruining Tracy's heart. Okay, so Bond. That's 10, exciting. 1015, Halloween Kills. And this, okay, so again, you're not stumping me, but I have no lot of research. Halloween Kills. So here's the thing about Halloween there's the first one, then there was a bunch of sequels, and then I think the last Halloween that they did a couple of years ago retconned all the other ones out except for maybe the first and second one. Isn't yes. that what happened? Like the yes. other ones are not canon anymore? Yes. And so this would maybe be like the. 20th movie, but probably the third official one. Does that sound right? Correct. And there's one more after this, and then it's over. Oh, yeah. I'm not going to put any money on that bet, Tracy. No matter how money, he'll, he'll be back. Yeah. So that'll be interesting. I missed the last one, so I will have to either catch up. Oh. I have time. I'll catch up. Okay. And you know what? I got to give them credit. That's coming out in October. Yes. Candyman and this movie should have come out in October, too. That's what yes, you want to see scary movies. But with, with how packed October is, I guess that's why they these other out. movies you know, came out earlier. They got scared. Okay, so uh, okay, so far I'm excited for all these movies, Tracy. And you haven't stumped me yet. Okay. No prep, and I've known something about everything but Clint Eastwood. Right. October 22nd. Okay. Dune. 
Okay, so Dune looks very interesting. Dune um, was a series of sci-fi books that's probably in the pantheon of greatest sci-fi series ever. It's, it's old school. Uh, I think Herbert is the writer of it. Yep, Frank Herbert. And Frank Herbert. And then they made a, there has been a movie and Sci-Fi Network did a TV miniseries about it. Yeah, the, the original movie was in 1984. Ooh, that's freaky. With, with uh, Kyle MacLachlan. And then this one is coming out on 10:22, starring Timothy Chalamet, and it's got everybody in it. When you say everybody is in it, who does that? Well, first of all, Timothy Chalamet, he's like a thing. Why is he a thing? He's a thing. Um, you know, he's, he's not bad to look at. <laughs> he's just got this thing. He's got this certain... He was on Saturday Night Live, and he was really funny. Really? I thought so. Okay. And he, he was on this, I think I saw this, like, movie about one of the ancient kings, like it was a Henry VIII or something, from, like, it was a Shakespeare adaptation on Netflix. I was really, oh. I was hard up in the, in the um, no-strand movies uh, season, but, yeah, he's fine. So who else is in this movie? Lots of uh, people that could be linked to comic book references. Dave Bautista. Drax? Drax is in it. Stellan Skarsgård. Thor. Oh, he's in Thor. He's not Thor. He's like the the doctor guy. Okay, yeah. Yes. Then we have Jason Momoa. I think you missed someone up here. Zendaya is uh, Mary Jane, isn't she? Yeah. Yeah, Zendaya. So this is the Marvel movie reunion. Yes. Oscar Isaac is in Star Wars. Yeah, Oscar Isaac, Josh Brolin, Rebecca Ferguson. Josh Brolin is Thanos. Oh, yeah, he's Thanos, yeah. I can't think of a Rebecca Ferguson link, but I think she's in a Mission Impossible movie. She was also in that movie about the singer, and I think it was Hugh Jackman. Oh, he was in The Greatest Showman. Yes. She's the, like, random person he sort of didn't have an affair with that was really good. Okay, yeah. Yeah, so it's it's got a lot of people in it. So this could be huge. uh, The the director is somebody notable who has, like, always has an interesting vision and special effects. Who is it? Denny, uh, Denny. Denny Villeneuve. What has he done? He's done stuff. Arrival. Okay. Yeah, he's, he's like, got a thing. Like, his, yeah. he's not as famous as the other people, but he's... He's got a thing. So, visually, this could look interesting. Two questions. Do you know if they have the blue eyes from the Spice? Yes. I've read the books. And sandworms. I'm sure. Gotta have sandworms. Yes. All right. I'm excited for that. that that's one of those movies that is either gonna, if they pull it off, it's going to go huge, or if they stink, it's going to bust so yeah, bad. Yeah, it could go either way. It won't, because it's, it's not, I don't think as many people have read the books as some of the other ones, but if it's good, people will go see it, because it's a great story. Yes. There are two more movies that come out in October that I don't think we have room for that I would like to mention. One is the French Dispatch, Wes Anderson. You got me. I know nothing about it. You finally um, stumped me. Did you see um, Royal Tenenbaums? Yeah, he does all. I know Wes Anderson, but I don't know. Is this like a sequel to that or something? No, but that's the type of movie that <coughs> French Dispatch is. It's got everybody in it. It's got. Wait, um, let me guess. Does it have Bill Murray in it? He's yes, in like all of his dude's movies. Yes, it does have. Oh, oh my gosh. Timothy Chalamet. It's the month of Chalamet. It's the it's month of month. Chalamet. Um, Willem Dafoe, Adrian Brody, Sarsha Ronan, Jeffrey Wright. I think it's Shersha. Shersha. Elizabeth Moss. Wait, Edward stop. Norton. Jeffrey Wright is in um, Westworld. Yeah. Just want you to know um, that. 
Owen Wilson, Benicio Del Toro, Chris... Wait, what? Oh, because Owen Wilson's in all his movies, too. Yes, Christoph Waltz, Francis McDormand. So here's the thing. If you like Wes... Tilda Swinton. If you like Wes Anderson movies, you'll like it. And if you don't, it's just not for you. Right? I mean, he has a thing, too. Liev Schreiber. Yeah, Bill Murray. And the problem is half these people have, like, one line, probably. Yeah. Uh, Do you know what it's about? He's an acquired taste... And it's a love letter to journalists set in an outpost of an American newspaper in a fictional French city that brings life to a collection of stories published in the French Dispatch magazine. So the collection of stories is how they get all these people because they probably have a little story and then they go Yeah, there's on. probably little vignettes throughout the whole thing. I don't mind Wes Anderson, but he's got a cult following. Yes, he does. Did he do The Life Aquatic? I don't know. With, Steve, oh, with Bill Murray again? Well, I know Bill Murray was in that. Let's see. I think he did. If, I, if, I, if I'm right, I do deserve some points because I didn't do any prep. Um, he did Isle of Dogs, which that we was, never got. That no. Was, he did the Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, yeah. Life Aquatic. Boom. Yes. With like Steve Zissou or something? I was like, yes. Yeah, okay, I'm and good. And he did Rushmore, too, which was pretty funny. That was kind of his breakout, I yeah. thought. All right, so that movie... Again, could be awesome or it could be not for us, but it might be. Yeah, I'd like to get it, but I don't think we'll have room. Um, the other movie that is coming out in um, October is The Many Saints of Newark, which is the prequel. Wait, 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 wait. stop, 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 stop. It's the prequel to Sopranos. Yes. It's a movie they're doing it as? Yes. And like, is it, is it, is it Gandolfini's son playing him or something like in the yes. young version? That's another one where it's going to be really, either really awesome or a complete money grab bust. Yes. Um, Ray Liotta. I mean, you can't go wrong with Ray Liotta in a mob movie. Is the guy from um, Bruce Springsteen's band coming back? <laughs> Let's look. Uh, Vera Farmiga. Oh, dude, the Punisher's in it. John Bernthal. Uh, a bunch of people that I don't know. Because it's a prequel. They can't be famous yet. Nick Vallelonga, who was responsible for the Green Book. He is in this movie. I think Nick Vallelonga was the guy that the book was about. Interesting. The, the um, bodyguard guy. Well, that, that has the potential to either be huge, because Sopranos is still one of the most famous TV shows ever. Or yes. it could be, if it's, if it's high quality, it's going to be good. If it stinks, it's going to be epically bad. Yes. And so... On to November. Oh, you got more. You hit me with a lot already. I know. October is going to be pretty good. I'm going to be tired. November's going to be good. The Eternals. <laughs> well, yeah. It's <laughs> of gonna course. Be good. Of course it's going to be <laughs> yeah. good. Our month's already made, Tracy. <laughs> Angelina. Salma Hayek. The um, guy from Game of Thrones. If Oscar Isaac is in this movie, I think I'm just going to lose it. I don't think he is, but I could be wrong. Uh, I mean, everyone else is. Kid Harrington. That's the guy from Game of Thrones. Yes. No, Richard Madden. Oh, they're both in it? Yeah. I think they're both in Game of Thrones. Yeah. It's like a Game of Thrones reunion. Yes, it is. I mean, once you say Angelina and Salma Hayek in a Marvel movie, I, I kind of turned off. Which, I have to comment, Marvel usually casts people who either aren't famous or are famous-ish, but you wouldn't think they'd be a superhero like... um. Paul Rudd as Ant-Man. I mean, I was like, what the heck are they doing? But they've always nailed their casting. Yeah. And so this will be interesting. Yes. And the director is Chloe Zhao, who, you know, won an Oscar, a couple Oscars last year. 
um, for Nomadland. I know that sounds cool, and I don't want to diminish what this movie's going to be because of her, but I think we might have discussed it before. The Marvel formula is you kind of go with the Marvel blueprint, and they bring in these big directors, but you never really... They're not, they're not as much of a character as they normally are. I mean, they kind of have to fit into the Marvel formula. So it could be cool, but I'm more excited about the characters and the acting and special effects. Okay. I mean, because, like, what, Richard Branagh did Thor. Jeff, is it, isn't it Jeff? Kenneth Branagh. Yeah, I knew sorry. it was Richard. Sorry, I'm yeah. sorry. I, I, he's, he's cool, but he's Kenneth Branagh. But he's, like, a legit. Yeah. He's on Shakespeare and stuff. I think he did Thor. Yeah, he, he's very much into the British... And the worst Marvel, Martian, my wife is going to kill me. The worst Marvel movie was made by Joss Whedon when he did Age of Ultron. I hated that movie. I liked that one. Oh, it was so bad. I liked it because of James Spader. Fair. Anyway, we're going on a tangent. So I think it'll be cool. I mean, I'm sure she'll do a great job as director, but like the best ones are those two brothers, the Russo brothers who are pretty much not known. Yeah. All right. What do you got, Tracy? What's next? Next, um, on eleven nineteen, which is two weeks after The Eternals. Because I want to see it twice. The Eternals. Um... Which means we might be able to get French Dispatch and the Many Saints of Newark after. But anyway, uh, eleven nineteen is Ghostbusters Afterlife. Okay, Ghostbusters Afterlife. It's got the kid from uh, Stranger Things in it. Yeah. Who is also in It. Yes, in It. Finn Wolfhard, is that his name? Finn Wolfhard, Which is yep. a great name. Yep. Now, okay, this is not... Maybe you can help me. I think they're kind of forgetting the whole female one. Like, that's not in the canon anymore. That's not, yeah. And this is a sequel to the original Ghostbusters. Yes. As a matter of fact, the director of the original Ghostbusters, Ivan Reitman, had a son who was directing this one. And uh, Harold Ramis, my guy Egon, he passed. Correct. But do we know if the other ones are in it, or are they keeping that a surprise? Uh, looks like they're in the credits. Because the Bill o- Murray, Dan Aykroyd... Ernie Hudson, even Sigourney Weaver's in it. Because the female, the female Ghostbuster had a few cameos, but they weren't playing the Ghostbusters. Like, didn't Bill Murray play like a mayor or something? Yeah. So this is this one is actually a legit sequel as opposed to a reboot. Yes, and we have a comic book reference. Paul Rudd. Paul Rudd's in it. Yes. Oh yeah, he's. I saw in the trailer. He's like a teacher or something. Gets sucked into this whole thing. Yes, it looks like he is a teacher. And I believe Slimer is in it. Yeah. And that's all I care about is Slimer. Like, if Slimer's not in it, I'm not interested. It's, it's got a lot of people from, from the old. All right. Well, hopefully they actually show up and they're only like one line. This could be good. Yeah. This has been gestating since, like, the first one. This was also moved back. We were supposed to get this a couple months ago, and it got pushed back. So, okay, I'm, ex- I'm tentatively excited for that. It does not seem to be getting the hate that the last one did. I think this one will be good. It looks funny. All right. What you got? The next one is the traditional Disney Thanksgiving movie called Encanto. Oh, we've seen trailers to this in every like, kid movie we've seen. Yes. No idea what it's about, but it's like singing creatures and A colors. young Colombian girl has to face the frustration of being the only member of her family without magical powers. Everyone's special. You don't have to have powers to be special. I mean, I'm guessing that's kind of what it is. It's going to have a message. Trust yourself. You don't need to get married anymore. I mean, um, Wilmer Valderrama's in it, and that's about it. I do like how the Disney movies are getting away from the finding a prince as the whole goal. Yes. Yeah. I like that. Yeah. But I don't know what this movie's about, so I'll have to see. The trailer looks confusing. 
Yeah, because everyone has special powers but her, like on the trailer. I'll see it. Parker will see it. Yeah, she'll like it. Uh, did I tell you this, Tracy? I'm sorry if I did and our listeners, but um, I was playing on my computer and Parker walks up. And because I was searching for research for Paw Patrol, there was a banner ad for Paw Patrol. Parker goes, Paw Paw Paw. And I was like, what, Parker? She's, like, she's pointing at the screen and she's pointing at the Paw Patrol ad. Oh, my gosh. So she got bit by Paw Patrols. Thank you, Tracy. You're welcome. Okay, this next movie, speaking of having everybody in it, it comes out on the 3rd of December and it's called Nightmare Alley. Huh? The director is Guillermo del Toro. Oh. And let me just read some. Hellboy? Let me just read some names. That's in the movie? William Defoe. Again? Kate Blanchett. Bradley Cooper. uh, Rooney Mara. Ron Perlman. You're going too fast. Tony Collette. Stop. You need to know this. William Defoe. Green Goblin. Yes. Kate Blanchett. Isn't she Hella? Yes. Bradley Cooper. Rocket. Rooney Mara. No, but I think she's the girl with the dragon tattoo. Yes. Uh, Let's see. Uh, You idea him somewhat. Ron Perlman's Hellboy. Yes. Tony Collette was in Knives Out. Doesn't count. Okay, now you can catch up. I got all the superheroes done. Mary Steenburgen, David Strathairn, Tim Blake Nelson as right. a carny boss. You're, you're getting into people people probably don't know anymore, Tracy. Yeah, you, you, know you, you should have stopped after uh, prob- probably all the comic book people. Although, Tim Blake Nelson was in the Hulk movie. Yeah. This is about carnies. What? That have a talent for manipulating people. What's this called? It's called Nightmare Alley, and the female psychiatrist who is even more dangerous than the carnies, and the psychiatrist is Kate Blanchett. It uh, looks interesting. That description sounds bonkers, but Guillermo del Toro has not let me down yet. Yeah, and look at who's in it. I has mean, he let me down? I don't think he's let me down. No, he hasn't. Did he do Pan's Labyrinth? Yes. He's like. He usually he's has legit. really. He usually has pretty weird visual imagery, so it might be worth it just to see that. Yes, he's legit. Um, next on twelve ten. Oh, we're in December already. Oh my god. Um, Darren's not gonna like this. West Side Story. Oh. Oh. Uh, uh, what twelve ten? Yeah. I think I'm gonna be coming down with a case of the Mondays or something. Okay. Is it a musical? It's a musical. It's a remake of the musical. There was a special part written in there for Rita Moreno so that she could, you know, be part of this monumental remake. Um, Most people think that this movie should have never been remade, but the previews look pretty good. They look pretty solid, and the person behind the camera is Steven Spielberg. Now, I need to ask you. Uh, Steven Spielberg is my guy. Yes. But he's been doing an awful lot of putting his name on junk that he didn't actually do. Like, he, he's been producing stuff. Did he direct this? He directed this. Because he is one of the, I don't want to say the best, but I think I probably could say the best director ever. Yeah. If you look at his movies, but most of the cool stuff was in the 80s and 90s. Yes. I mean, there's been some stuff after that, but he's been putting his name on some stuff where I'm like, dude, come on, Steven, you're better than this. You got enough money. Yes. But he's directing it. Yes. So that's why I, might I be think interested. It, it might be good. Um, okay, twelve seventeen. Hold on to your hats. Spider-Man. Oh, that one. That's no cool. Way Home. So I'm going to go from Shang-Chi to Eternals to Spider-Man in the course of about four months? Yes. I can't handle it. Plus, there's a Venom thrown in there for me? Yes. Okay, I'm in. Okay. 
we don't need to say much more about it. Um, no, and I try to say spoiler free. Oh no, this one's gonna be awesome. I know what it's about. Yeah. Well, I know what they've teased us it's about. The trailer's a maze. Yeah. We can't tell anybody anything. If you don't want to tell, I won't tell. I mean, we'll probably talk about it as it gets closer. As, I, it get, as it gets closer. But it looks really awesome. I have two more movies for the rest of the year. They both come out on 12-22. And I'll start with Sing 2. Uh, I did not like to sing that much. You oh, loved I it. love Sing. And I realize I am in the minority just like a Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Because every time I tell someone I did not like Sing, I get jumped. Yeah. But well, I don't like the Seth MacFarlane little mouse guy. It drove me nuts. Um, I still remember that. Pharrell is in it. Um, Bono's in it. I mean, it doesn't matter who's in it. It's about animals who sing, and they're probably going to try to have to save some place. And, and everybody that was in it in the first one. Find their... Tori Kelly. Find their voice. Reese Witherspoon. Find your voice. Friendship. Everyone's got music in them. I don't know. I mean... Ugh. Parker will love it. I, she'll yeah, be singing the song. Parker will eat it up so I guess I will be happy to take her and then she'll be you know I have to say this there hasn't been a lot of sing merchandise that you have to buy so that might be a good thing for me to go to yeah well there will be it's early yet. but I don't remember like minions are everywhere yeah but I don't remember like buying much sing stuff on the store yeah this one maybe just maybe, maybe turn it up alright so I guess I'll be seeing that um the last movie I want to talk about is something I've been waiting for for years the new trailer just came out. The movie with Ben Affleck and Matt Damon dressed as knights with mullets. Matrix Resurrections. Okay, so I've not seen the trailer, but you apparently have. Don't oh say gosh. anything yet. I have to ask you some questions. Okay. Love the first Matrix. Yes. It still holds up as one of the best movies ever. Yes. Second and third were cool to look at, but a complete letdown. I think the second one was pretty good. Is third it? one was a bit of a letdown. Is this a sequel? Is it a reboot? Do you know? I mean, I guess the whole point of The Matrix was it was kind of a... We reboot it all the time, but... I, I think what I can say is for those listeners that are fans of The Matrix, when Neo spoke to the guy, the, the Oracle in the white suit... Remember? Yeah, yeah, it got weird. There were all these different versions of The Matrix. Remember? I, I'm going to put a point on this. Is, is uh, your boy Keanu Reeves in it? Yes. So it's not a reboot, remake. It's like it's something Matrix by with re- the real guy in it. Is, is and one of the Wachowskis involved at least? I know. Yes. So it's, this is like an official Matrix. Yes. This is not RoboCop remake or Total Recall remake. No. So I know it's old now and we've kind of dated ourselves, but if you have not seen the first Matrix, you need to see it. It created every stupid special effect that's ripped off in every movie with the bullet time. Yes. That slow motion panning around you while there's an, like a action sequence. That started that movie in there. And if you are one of the few people that don't get it or don't like it, it's because you didn't see it in 1999 when all the hype was around us about Y2K and when, you know, it became the year 2000, all the computers were going to shut down and all this chaos was going to ensue. That's what. That's part of what made the Matrix special. I mean, I'm not going to refute that, but I'm going to say the first one is a great plot that holds up. Yes. Just like Terminator, the idea of the future machines. The second two got a little too mystical, weird, kind of. Yeah. You know, metaphysical. I don't know what how to describe it, but the first one holds up, I think. Yes. And by the way, Lawrence Fishburne, awesome. 
in the movie. Oh, and Moss was awesome as Trinity. I mean, you got to go see Matrix if you haven't seen it. Yeah, you need to see Matrix, the first one, if you haven't seen it. So as it gets closer, we'll probably tell you if we can figure out if you need to see the second two. Because uh, they were really dense. Like in terms of the mythology and what happened and all that stuff. But the first one is a very good self-contained movie that you, you should just see anyway. Yes, I think if you look at the trailer, you will see a lot of footage or recognizable footage from the first one. <laughs> She's pulling it up right now. I always, so I'm torn. What is your opinion? I used to watch trailers all the time. Yeah. Now I kind of enjoy going in somewhat blind because trailers often ruin too much for you. Yeah. Like whoever makes trailers sometimes tells you the whole movie. Yes. But let me just tell you who's in it. The oh. guy from Candyman is in it. And which guy? Candyman. Oh, the Candyman's in it. Not Tony Todd. Oh. Yaha Abdul-Mateen the second. Oh, so not, not like the original Candyman, no, the guy no, in the movie. not okay. Tony Todd. Christina Ricci. Carrie Ann Moss from the original. Um, Neil Patrick Harris. Doogie Howser? Yes. By the way, they're remaking Doogie Howser. I heard. Jada Pinkett Smith, the Merovingian. I think Jada, I think Jada Pinkett Smith was in one of the other ones, wasn't she? Yes, she was in two and three. She was in the town underground or center of the earth or something, wasn't she? Or is she the captain of another ship? She was captain of another ship. I know she was in it. Yeah. The Merovingian, that guy. Remember? Oh, oh Thelma yeah. Hopkins. That's interesting. All right, stop telling people who's in this. You don't yeah. want to spoil anything. I don't think anyone else they would know anyway, but. Yeah. No it's got Keanu in it. Yes, it does have Keanu. That's a sign that it doesn't suck. Because first of all, he doesn't do movies for paychecks because he's fine. He's, yeah. not, he's not Nicolas Cage. And secondly, that means it's official. Yes. Because when Will Smith did not come back for Independence Day 2, that should have been a huge warning sign that might not be so good. Yeah. Although it was okay. Yeah. So, and the soundtrack, if it's anything like what was in the trailer, the soundtrack's going to be kick-ass too. I mean, I'm going to see this movie. I really like the first one. Yeah. I remember the day I saw it and who I saw it with. It's yeah. one of those movies. Yeah. And, uh, and I like, I mean, the other ones weren't bad. They just were like, I think the, the hype was so big after the first one. I think the second one was good purely because of that highway scene. That was so cool. Well, if you're going to go on what looked cool, the third scene when the machines are busting through the town and they're just like shooting up and they're just coming in like crazy and the yeah. bullets are flying. I mean, that looked cool, but it just like kind of hurt your brain after a while. So, yeah. So those, those are the movies till the end of the year. Um, so I have to say, this is good news, because usually I see a bunch of Oscar bait movies that I hate, and there's not a movie in here that I'm actually dreading seeing. Yeah, I mean, there are some movies that we didn't talk about that could be Oscar bait, like King Richard with Will Smith. Wait, um, what? King Richard. Like the Shakespeare King Richard? No. He plays um, Venus and Serena's father. Oh, playing words, Richard Williams. Yes. And um, when I saw the trailer to that, it reminded me of The Pursuit of Happiness. Um, Which those. was spelled wrong. Yes. <laughs> yes. Happy with a Y-ness. Yeah. So it, it looks like another highly acclaimed Will Smith You're not going to get that, are you? I don't think we're going to. There's no room. I don't think there's going to be room for it. Because I mean, I have to see Eternals at least four times, probably. Yeah, probably. Well, uh, if you had to pick one that people should be excited about, Tracy. Out of all the ones we talked about? 
Yeah, I'm gonna Marvel movies for me. So, what about you? I gotta say, Matrix Four Resurrections. I gotta say it. I would say that's the best thing I can tell you, folks. Is watch the first, at least watch the first one and get prepared. We're giving you plenty of notes. We're giving you four months. Watch the first one. Yeah. And if you like it, you can see the other two, but just know they're not as good. Right. And I would say, you know, Spider-Man No Way Home, everyone's talking about that. Um, The Eternals, everyone's curious about that. And I think Dune, because of the director, everyone thinks it's going to be just a beautiful piece of filmmaking. I agree. Dune strikes to me as, what was that movie that came out? And it was based on, like, French graphic novels, and it was... um, very sci-fi and it had a, a models and the actor it did really badly you know what I'm talking about Maybe. not Blade Runner it was like a it was it was a shoot I think it was another French director it, was like, it, it had a very um, well anyway it, it, it strikes me as it can go really good or really bad I guess is my point like it's it, it, this could be really awesome or it could thud so I'm hoping it's really yeah, good yeah I'm, I'm hoping that it's going to be really good and then you know there's going to be little fun little movies um, like the French Dispatch to unwind to and also sing to. It's even though it's a kids movie, it's great for adults as well. I'm gonna say that I'm not. Dune is the most interesting. Like it could go good or bad. I'm kind of most interested to see what happens with Ghostbusters. If they do that right, it could be awesome. I think it could be awesome. And I, I, think I didn't it mind could be like the first one. I didn't mind the reboot. And I have fond memories of the second one, although it's probably one of the worst sequels ever. But when I saw it, I was just a kid, and I, like, fell for the slime that made people mad in the Statue of Liberty Walk and Vigo and all that stuff. And I think, who was in the soundtrack? Did he, MC Hammer do a song for that? No, it was somebody. The soundtrack was crazy. Yeah. It had, like, real people in it. I'm going to have to look who. Oh, I had it. I bought the soundtrack to Ghostbusters 2 oh, on, on, ca- on cassette tape. Oh, my. Yeah, I'm not as young as I may appear. Wow. I have the cassette tape to Ghostbusters 2. Okay. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look it up. I have the DVD. I have the cassette to the Matrix soundtrack, the first one. Interesting. Which was good. Interesting. Yeah, it's good. I just didn't know if you had ever listened to it. Uh, I do have a fun fact. I do, I do know MC Hammer had a song on the Adams Family. Yes, I can hear it in my head. <laughs> yeah, right and we can't sing it because it'll get in your head forever. Yeah. It's like one of the best worst songs ever. Yeah. I, I think it was Bobby Brown who had the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack. Oh good gracious. Alright, we're gonna look this up and next episode we will confirm whether Bobby Brown was on the Ghostbusters 2 soundtrack, because I believe he was. At the peak of Bobby Brownness. Okay. Alright, Tracy, we bailed out this week on Malignant. Yes. Um, would you want to, do you want to talk about what we might review next week? Cry Macho. Cry Macho's next week. Yep. Clint Eastwood. All right. We will be getting tough and cowboy next week. Bring my cowboy hat. Do you have a cowboy hat? No, I'll find one. But I do learn something new about you every episode. I thought you were going to drop a cowboy hat on me and I would be super surprised. So anyway, hope you enjoyed this extensive breeze through upcoming movies. I am pleasantly surprised because usually I'm miserable from September until December. So, Tracy, thank you for giving me something to look forward to. You're welcome.